At McBurger Days, we know what you really want when you go to a restaurant. That's why we're introducing extra napkins. McBurger Days, have it our way. Coming to you live. Five. Live. On the front Blobfish Radio. Blobfish Radio. You're listening to WBSP. Good morning, campers. This is your captain speaking. It is another beautiful, bright, and sunny day here in Blobfish with highs all the way to the 90s. Uh, but clouds are going to be sweeping in in the afternoon, so be sure to get any yard work done early. Uh, over in traffic, uh, exit 147Q is currently being barricaded by state police over a turtle that has spent the last four hours crossing the road, causing quite a backup. If you're coming into town, use exit 672 instead, and welcome to Blobfish. Captain, and with me as always is my co-host Jack. Hello, hello. How are you doing this morning, Jack? A little tired, a little out of it, but mostly good. Fair, fair. It is fairly early out here in Blobfish. We'd, we'd like to get this uh, show recorded before the sun's up so that as people are waking up they can listen to it on their rides to work and things like that. So... Our sleep tends to happen later in the afternoon, uh, so uh, I hear that. I, I am exhausted. Um, you remember Crazy Al who lives downstairs? Yeah. 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 Um, would not leave me alone this morning. I like stopped at the elevator, got in with me, and just would not leave me alone. And of course, you know, we can't bring him up to the studio. Yeah. He'll never fucking leave. Um, Absolutely not. Like, so you gotta you gotta run around the building with Crazy Al until you tire him out, and that's easy. Two hours of your day just gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so if, if you're ever coming into the studio, try to avoid stopping on the uh, 23rd floor. There, it's generally Crazy Al's domain. Um, I found just... if you play just a light static from your phone while you go up the elevator. He bothers you less. I have no yeah. idea what it's about. All right. Well, maybe we'll start adding a static session uh, section to the show so that uh, Crazy Al will tune in. Might work. Yeah, we can keep him sleeping throughout the day. Um, so I've got some news for us this morning that I wanted to talk about. Um, are you familiar with the song "This Is America"? Yeah, of course. Uh, Childish Gambino song. It is now three years old. Now. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like to pass the time. Uh, less of that, please. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, Childish Gambino is celebrating the way anybody celebrates uh, by being sued for plagiarism. Of course he is. Um, rapper Kid Wes is claiming his song Made in America, which came out in 2016, was the inspiration for uh, This is America. Um, Kid West is suing not just Childish Gambino, but you got to hear this list. This is uh, ridiculous. Um, not just suing Childish Gambino, he's also suing co-writer Young Thug, producer Ludwig Göransson, 
RCA Records, Cobalt Music, Sony Music Entertainment, Young Stoner Life Publishing, LLC, uh, 300 Entertainment, Atlantic Records, Warner Music Group, Rock Nation, Universal Publishing Group, and Warner Chapel Music. Um, they're claiming that there are substantial similarities between the two songs, um, rhythmically and thematically and compositionally. Um, even talking about the performance itself, um, of the, the hook of the song being, being so similar. Um, now before we started the show, I played both of these songs for us. Yeah. And, um... I don't see it. No, I, I I picked up almost immediately on exactly what this guy has to be talking about. Because the... We, we had the words for it earlier. It is a, a three-word sentence ending in America. Yeah. And the rhythm of how that sentence is delivered the, is the, similar. The rhythm of the lyrics. But specifically the rhythm of the lyrics just for the chorus. Yeah. In... Um, this is America. Mm -hmm. Like, there is so much surrounding that in Childish Gambino's song that absolutely does not sound anything like... Yeah. And it, it's only the lyrical rhythm. It's not the music under it. It's barely the beat. Yeah. Like... Yeah. So, I I, I think this Kid West guy is, is going to be real sad later. Um, and when you compare the two side by side... Childish Gambino blows this guy out of the water. Absolutely. Um, the, the, just the production value that went into the video, the thoughtfulness that went into the song, the, the lyrics themselves are much more expanded in yeah. Childish Gambino's uh, song. Um, so I think this, this Kid West kid's going to be pretty sad because it, it, it reminds me of the, the, the Queen Vanilla Ice thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, there are so many lawsuits over plagiarism, and it was an inspiration, and well, I changed it a little bit, but I didn't change it enough. I think we've just hit a point in time where basically anything that's going to be created has been created. Yeah. And we are now just stuck in an age of new adaptations. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's like... not a bad thing at all, because these new adaptations will lead to the new stuff that we haven't created yet. Exactly. Because, you know, oh, hey, all right, so you know that movie Twister that everybody loves, and you know that movie Jaws that everybody loves? What happens if we put those two monsters together and set it loose on a world, and we get a, like, nine-film franchise out of it? Mm. Um, you don't get Sharknado... Without somebody going, yeah, I know we've told a lot of scary stories about sharks, but, like, let me tell you one more. Um, you know, oh yeah, tornadoes are scary, but let me tell you one more story. And suddenly somebody goes, yeah, that's fine and dandy, but boring, and so I'm gonna shove one idea up another idea's butt and show it to you guys. As, as a big fan of Shakespeare adaptations, um... And honestly, musical theater in general, because musical theater is made around someone making something and dozens upon dozens of 
different casts, different yeah. people, different directors making their own versions. And every version of it has something new to give and makes something new in the minds of everyone who sees it. Yeah, imagine a script to be uh, an art model, right? And you're in a room of artists, and there's one model in the center. And each of these theaters is a different artist painting with different materials and, and, and paints and stuff like that. From different angles. From different angles. Different perspectives and yeah. histories. It's all the same art model, but you got a complete picture if you have enough adaptations you can take all of these little pictures that these theaters have drawn and see a 3d model of the art original model exactly and that's kind of where everything else is music movies it, it's all to that point now where we're all staring at the same model how many times have we heard pachelbel in fucking music it has been insane it is in, uh, Rob Pavarian, I think, was the comedian's name back in the day. He did a, a great uh, bit called Pachelbel's Rant. And, like, the only recorded version that I know of that exists is, like, somebody's phone video of it from <laughs> a college that he performed at. Yeah. Um, and it's so good. Um, Axis of Awesome has another song. It's called the Four Chord Song. And they do yeah, so many pop and rock tunes throughout the whole song and it's the same four friggin chords all these songs that you love so i mean we've already been doing it for years and i feel like people are off put by it and won't accept that they've been loving it for so long anyway i mean how many times can we see the same cop dramas or the same medical dramas or yeah. you know like they're all the same Essentially, when you boil them all down and the adaptations of the stories are what make people love them or not love them. Um, I mean, how many times have we seen a Romeo and Juliet adaptation into something? More than I can count. Yeah, way too many times. There, there was always some element somewhere of, oh, but they're from two separate houses. And yet, my favorite so far has been Romeo and Juliet. It's... It's much better than anyone gives it credit for. Yeah. It really is. Um. And it's interesting how deep a rabbit hole goes. Because, like, there's Romeo and Juliet, which no one likes to discuss this, but it's an adaptation in and of itself. Yeah. Shakespeare wasn't the first one to write that story. Um, but, like, we had Romeo and Juliet, and that gave us West Side Story, the, the musical. Which is now getting a movie adaptation. Yeah. And it's just, it's... It's all adaptations all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. as, as soon as people start to understand that, that this really is the way, everybody is just talking about something that has happened. Even the superhero movies where, you know, we've got these big fights and stuff. It all boils down to what humanity is. Yes. The, the superheroes are there to show us what humanity is all about. Um... And that's what every story is. You look at the Greek plays. They're all, you know, this is what humanity is about. It's about yeah. suffering and tragedy. And back then it was. Ancient Greece sucked. It's about suffering and tragedy and dick jokes. Yes, lots of dick jokes throughout history. You will <laughs> never find a joke more prevalent than the dick joke. It's ball humor. <laughs> there it is. There is your obligated... One dick joke per show. 
for the people in the crowd that enjoy them. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to start doing that. Once a week, we will bring you one dick joke, and we will bring you one sophisticated joke. (laughs) So that we can appease everybody. Everybody gets a chance to laugh, and, and, and people that don't understand either joke get a chance to learn something about somebody else's sense of humor. Um... So, all right, so that's the news and our opinions on it. And if you don't like our opinions on it, that's fine. It's it's okay not to like people's opinions. It's about having discussions, civil discussions. If you want to change our minds, reach out to us civilly, and we are happy to debate. Um, Some of my favorite conversations are just hearing people's perspectives and yeah. bouncing back and forth. As long as you're not a dick about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, in that vein, I want to jump to our segment today um, called Jack's Good Person of the Week. Uh, we decided to start this segment as there's a lot of shitty people in the world, and it breaks my heart, and it takes away my hope for the future. So to combat those negative feelings, I have given Jack the very specific job of finding a good person to highlight. Somebody that gives us hope that there are still good people out there doing it, not because it's easy, but because it's kind. And so we have Jack's Good Person of the Week. God knows it's not because it's easy. It's not even because it works, because it hardly ever does. I do what I do because it's right. Because it's decent. And above all, it's kind. It's just that. Just kind. Hey, uh, hi. <laughs> um, good person of the week this week is a woman from Grapevine, Texas. Her name is Bo- Bonnie McCreary Hale. Um, she is licensed as a private investigator. Um, but she very specifically, um, her and her three dogs, very specifically go around and look for lost pets. Nice. Um, and, like, when she finds them, great. And when there are unfortunate situations where she can't, she has worked to be able to help people through, like, the emotions the, in that the situation. The crisis counseling, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I just think this absolutely lovely. That like, is fantastic. What was her name? Uh, Bonnie McCreary Hale. Bonnie McCreary Hale. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, that's your good person of the week. That's my good person of the week. That is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful good person. <laughs> God knows it's not because it's easy. It's not even because it works, because it hardly ever does. I do what I do because it's right. Because it's decent. And above all, it's kind. It's just that. Just kind. Are you suffering from allergies, cold or flu symptoms, hemorrhoids, ulcers, sprains, fractures, pains, migraines, walking corpse syndrome? Are you feeling like a jumping freshman in Maine? Do you have cataracts, gout, anxiety, arthritis? Have you been diagnosed with hypertension, hyperlipidemia? Come on down to dealers, pharmaceuticals. I got uppers, I got downers, I got pain management, I got herbs, potions, elixirs, placebos, medical equipment like canes, wheelchairs, walkers, and more. Anything you need to manage your health, come on down to dealers, pharmaceuticals. Located on Bobway Ave before the old covered bridge. And remember, if you meet the covered bridge phantom, you've gone too far. 
All right, so we're back. Uh, today's discussion, we're going to be talking about fictional best friends. Who would make the best ones? Which ones we would want to be friends with? I think we're going to talk about our top three today. Um, so I think we're going to start with Jack. Jack has, has put some thought and effort into uh, some of the answers that we're going to be getting. Um, so, Jack, who is your, like, third fictional best friend that you'd want to be friends with okay um i think i misunderstood what you wanted out of this oh fair enough that's okay i okay let me guess what you understood yeah <laughs> you thought we were ranking fictional best friends yes okay great <laughs> <laughs> i misunderstood what you wanted <laughs> that's fair that means that means n neither of us have put any thought into these answers. <laughs> oh, all right, good. This is We are good. both woefully unprepared. Let's go. <laughs> all right, so, Jack. Now I'm on the spot. Now I'm sitting here like, well, shit. All right, I will go first then. Um, and since I've had these five extra seconds to think about it. <laughs> Um, Alright, so I think a fictional best friend that I'd want uh, would be Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor Who and Torchwood. That guy seems cool as shit, and uh, he's down to get in some trouble. And as a, you know, famous pirate captain, I also enjoy getting into some light trouble and shenanigans. And he seems like the right guy to get into it with. Um... So I think, yeah, I think Jack Harkness is going to be my, my third choice. Um, all right, Jack, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to just go with something safe here. And it's a little, like, I don't know. Um, I'm going to choose fucking Bruce Banner because I'm me. <laughs> And, like, we are in entirely wildly different spaces in life. But at the same time, I just think, like, talking to him would be cool. Okay. And I think that, like, he is, because of, like, what he has to deal with, he is more in touch with his emotions than most people are. Fair. And I feel like it would just be nice to talk about, like, mental shit and science shit. Yeah. And just, he seems chill, you know? When he's not giant when and angry and not green. Raging. <laughs> but honestly, you can't look me in the eye and tell me you wouldn't want to have like a solid conversation with the Hulk. As like, somebody that deals with anger issues himself, I often have conversations with the Hulk. Okay, not your Hulk, <laughs> his Hulk. What if we got our two Hulks together? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Those are fictional best friends. There it is. <laughs> oh, all right. I like it. I'm on board. Let's see. I need another another good best friend. And I've done sci-fi, mm -hmm. so I want to do I want to do something in a different realm of of stuff. Um. Hmm. Should I go with like a? All right. Screw it. <laughs> We're going Shakespeare. 
All right, yes. I am here for this. What what you got? Puck. I want to be friends oh. with Puck. Oh, that is so good. Right? Can you imagine Puck and me and Captain Harkness just yes. bullshitting around all of existence, having fun? Force of chaos. <laughs> Absolute force of chaos. All right, so I guess that leads me to choice number three, for, and I'll go into the superhero realm, Loki. You have made <laughs> the, the, the chaos force of the universe. You've done it. The, the four of us actually created the Chaos Emeralds that Sonic is so obsessed with protecting. I, th- this is not out of character for you by any means, but you have also managed to create uh, 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 the queerest Chaos Force <laughs> yes! that you could have created, like... Not only did we make a Chaos Force, but I'm gonna take the most queer Chaos Forces I can. Nothing says chaos like queerness. It's true! It's just true. For those of you that don't know, the reason this is so funny is because I am literally just a straight white man. Yeah, just, I am just a straight white, white dude. dude. Uh, <laughs> But that's always been the case. I've always gravitated away from the people that were like me. Yeah. Because um, they constantly want to prove how manly they are. And I, I don't have the energy for that. I know how manly I am. The people that know me know how manly I am. They don't need me to do manly things all the time. Captain's managed to get his hands on two best friends. One of them is a queer mess, that's me. The other is a married lesbian. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My my girlfriend isn't even straight. No! My girlfriend's queer. No! <laughs> and and that that's how she identifies. She identifies as queer. She doesn't yeah. identify as bi or, or pan or, or any of that. She's just, just queer. queer. She is a queer woman. I love her. Uh, she's she's great. Yes, she really is. <laughs> she is wonderful. And she's going to love that we said all these nice things about her. <laughs> Unprompted. Unprompted. This yeah. is just... <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just have filled my life with queer people. Yeah. And they're wonderful, and I don't understand why people are so angry at them. <laughs> all right, so I filled out my best friend squad. You, you, you rounded it out. Jack. We need to build yours. So you've we, got. We have branched in an entirely opposite direction from 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 Banner here, because my next choice is uh, Shaggy, oh, Norville Rogers. Yes, that's so good. Like, it's just a chill. T- I I feel like I honestly almost don't need to explain this. No, no, you don't. Like, food, <laughs> weed. Dog. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. And I'm He's sorry. got a van. Scooby-Doo in this situation does not count as a separate entity. Oh, no. That's Shaggy and Scooby are paired. They that, come that, together. That is a bundled set. Like Troy and Abed. You don't choose Troy or Abed. It is both Troy and Abed. All right. Good choice. I like it. Banner and Shaggy. And... Even when I misunderstood this question, I left Troy and Abed for for the captain over here. I left him, and then he made a chaos force instead. So I'm taking Troy and Abed. I'm taking them. (laughs) Once again, package deal. Fucking goofballs. Yep. 
like, morning show. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's, yeah. Bring, you know what? Bruce can stay over here in his own corner, but bring Shaggy into the and the dog into the Troy and Abed group, and it's just well, a nice, it's just chill. Well, think about it, because Troy, Troy, admittedly, is dumb. Yeah. Um, but I argue that he's a pretty good guinea pig for things. He, oh, yeah, he likes absolutely. to be the guinea pig. Um, he is here to be the experiments. Yeah. Um, and Abed, Abed's incredibly intelligent, oh, yeah. um, and understands the sci-fi things, which is Banner's exact science. If Banner were real, he would be studying sci-fi science, technically true. speaking. Very true. So I feel like Banner and Abed would have some great conversations and come up with all sorts of cool things for Troy to do, um, while Shaggy and Scooby provided snacks and laughter so, and entertainment and weed. <laughs> you and your friend group are off in space fucking shit up. I think we just wrote a comic crew. book. <laughs> and meanwhile, me, a stoner and his dog, uh, two community college disasters, and Bruce Banner are sitting around smoking, eating, like, random shit and experimenting on Troy. <laughs> I see I see the storyline where we have caused enough chaos with our chaos force that Ed and Banner have noticed. Absolutely. And have convinced you guys that we need to solve the problem. So now you guys have become the elite stoner force <laughs> and are out after chaos force. Not to defeat us, not to lock us away, just, just to, to go leave less evidence less next to time. To calm you down just enough that's like, we gotta work this out. You can keep doing what you're doing, just don't leave as many uh, photos. It's like deer hunting. Yes, you can still hunt deer, but you can't hunt all the deer. Yeah, exactly. You've got to contain yourselves a little bit. Oh, I love it. That that that's a good fucking uh, friend group you got there. Same, same. I to see you. many adventures. Perhaps we'll spawn a comic book out of it. Absolutely, I love this. Because all of those characters are infinitely imitatable. <laughs> <laughs> You just shove them all into one. We'll put new costumes together and new hair colors, and it'll be fine. I love that they're all different, like, universes and different things, except for Banner and Loki. Yeah. Oh. It's a moth. It's okay. There is a moth in the studio, everyone. It's nine feet wide, but we have a pretty big studio, so it's fine. Just startled me a little bit. We're fine. Anyway. <laughs> he normally sleeps this early in the morning, and he just... Didn't like where he's nested. <laughs> so, but like, Banner and Hulk already have, uh, Banner and Loki already have a back and forth frenemy yeah. type yeah. relationship. Um, where like, yeah, they'll work together if they have to and they'll have fun doing it. But in all reality, I just want to beat the crap out of this guy. <laughs> So I feel like if our two teams are, are coming at each other, we'll all end up just sitting down and smoking, because I've got Jack Harkness, who doesn't necessarily want to fight. Yeah. Um, he'd rather talk his way out of everything. Um, Loki, Loki will probably fight if, if Hulk is there. Yeah. Um, although they teamed up at the end of Ragnarok, so... They did. They, they might I, not. I feel like it would be 
a c- circumstantial. Yeah. They might fight, but they might just be like, oh, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? This is just how Asgardians say hello. <laughs> is that your green skin, or are you just happy to see me, Loki? Your <laughs> <laughs> banner? I threw away, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Works in both directions. Uh, Alright, so that's been our show for today. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Um, remember, we love you just the way you are. Don't change for anybody. If you just keep doing what you're doing and you have fun doing it, everything's going to be okay. I'm the captain. I'm Jack. And welcome to Blobfish. Coming to you live, live from the forty-third floor. Lobfish Radio. Lobfish Radio. You're listening to WBSP.